going, everybody? This is Dennis from the Long Island Gaming League. I'm one of the co-hosts for our podcast. And you know it. We talk esports, entertainment, and some other random stuff. We're based out of here on Long Island. I just wanted to make sure I made my intro really brief and short so we can jump right into the show. But I'm going to pass it on to my co-host. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Bruno. I uh, hope everybody's doing good out there since the last time we spoke. It uh, hasn't been that long, but still, I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, we're here again to, together again to introduce another uh, another special guest that we have on. Uh, Nicholas, just uh, let everybody know a little bit about you, man. What's going on? That sounds good. How's it going, guys? Um, so my name is Nick, aka Nikochan Gaming, on Twitch and most social medias. Um, like Bruno said, and I'm now a sponsored gamer thankfully to the long island gaming league i'm looking forward to working with everybody and gaming with everybody and just having a lot of fun um i pretty much just stream on twitch i'm gonna start up a youtube channel sooner or later that's gonna have clips from my streams um i mainly play minecraft valorant uh rainbow six siege and i'm kind of gonna delve into a couple more games as we go along but uh yeah those are my main games as of right now well, it's good to have you. Um, now, we'll let the people know where you're from. You're from Long Island. We're part of Long Island. You grew up on Long Island. So let's, let's, let's talk to tell some of our listeners. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so I'm born and raised in Long Island, New York. Um, originally, I, well, originally I was from Astoria, Queens. Um, but I moved out to uh, Merrick, New York when I was about seven. Um, but since then, I've been in Merrick, and now I'm in Port Jeff Station. Um, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much it. You know, I've been kind of, you know, Nassau County, Suffolk County, Queens. I've kind of got a little bit of everything under my belt. Yeah, you definitely sound like a very well-rounded Long Islander, as uh, some people call us. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Nick, let, let, what started off, I mean, basically, what what, what, what brought you or what incline you to start playing video games and roughly around what age did you start playing um i started playing video games when i was about 11 um i didn't have any sort of gaming computer i kind of had the family mac i think it was the um the imac that i had uh for the family i kind of played in my mom's basement my first ever game that i played and started watching on youtube was minecraft and i remember watching I think it was Jerome ASF and Beijing Canadian way back when. Um, I, I don't want to say Minecraft's glory days because Minecraft is still like glorious as of today. Yeah. But definitely with the OG Minecraft YouTubers, that's when I really started to get into gaming. Um, I started more getting into streaming when I was about like 17, 18 years old when I had bought my laptop that I was saving up for for a good while. And, yeah, I've kind of started delving into first-person shooters, started delving into more adventure games, as well as, like, dungeon crawlers, all that type of stuff. Interesting, interesting. So, when you um, started off with, with Minecraft, and then I guess you started venturing into the other games, because those are generally um, different types of, uh, I guess, formats or however you play the games. What did you like about Minecraft, um, you know, when you kind of got into that? Because to me personally, I don't fully understand the enthusiast, enthusiastic about the game. But mm-hmm. what did uh, you like about it? I just really liked that you could do whatever you really wanted in Minecraft. Like, you were pretty much free to play with friends and just mess around and just build cool structures. Or you could, you know, fight this gigantic dragon of a boss, such as the Ender Dragon. That's supposed to be the end of the game because it's in mm. the end. Um, I just, I just pretty much like the multiplayer aspect that you can just mess around with friends on like a survival world or creative world and just kind of just do whatever you want, like in the game. Gotcha. Understood. Oh, that's cool. Man. I think one of these days I might have to actually try Minecraft. And you definitely should. Hundred percent would recommend. Just out of curiosity, have you dipped into the new, uh, the, the, what is it, uh, Minecraft Dungeons? Minecraft Dungeons? I haven't done Minecraft Dungeons yet. I've been wanting to. 
Um, I haven't really done much research on Minecraft Dungeons. Like, I didn't watch any... I watched trailers, but I didn't watch any gameplay of it. Because, mm -hmm. like, I want to get it. I just kind of have been forgetting to get it, kind of. Um, I definitely do want to get it. Definitely want to stream it. Have fun with it. Um, the only game I think I've played similarly to Minecraft Dungeons would be Elder Scrolls Online. It's probably the closest thing I can compare it to. But, um, yeah, it definitely looks like a lot of fun. And I definitely want to get into it. It, it seems like it's a little bit like trying to get out of the routine of, of the regular Minecraft. I think that, that seems like what's their their idea. Yeah, like how they're doing uh, Minecraft Earth now. I think that's a thing on the mobile game. Like it's pretty much the Pokemon Go of mm -hmm. Minecraft. Yeah. I actually have uh, Minecraft Earth. It's, it's kind of fun. I like it. I haven't done too much on my Minecraft Earth account, but I've definitely played it. Mm. I had I never played. I mean, I'm, I never was a Minecraft guy of my own. Although my my daughter's crazy about it, but I don't. It, I, it's not that I haven't like that. I don't understand it. It's just it's not my it's not my cup of tea. Let's put it in that perspective. Yeah, I, I think it takes not a certain type of person to play it, but like you have to like really be into or just have like a good bit of free time because it is a grindy game. Like um, getting this, getting your materials to build something or. Right. Kind of putting in the effort to wanting to build something cool. Yeah, my problem is more I don't have the patience. That's what yeah, that, that too. <laughs> like, yeah, I got, I got. It's more stressful playing that than if I be playing a, a COD or something like that. It's just, yeah, it, it's too stressful for me. I mean, the closest I'll probably get to that is playing Diablo. That's it. And that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, 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 the boundaries that I go. I ain't going no past that. I just, I'll probably pull my hair out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can see that. I, I can see, and I'm 50-50 because Bruno, you definitely sound like uh, Minecraft is the worst game ever, and uh, Nick, you're kind of like, yeah, you know what? It's, it's a game. So I'm to to me, to me, because I grew up with Minecraft, Minecraft will always be like my one of like the best games of all time. Right. To okay, me, okay. Uh, you could talk to maybe some of the more of the kids now that would say maybe Fortnite or Call of Duty Modern Warfare, right? Or you know anything like that. But Don't get me wrong. I'm really I'm not saying it's the worst game. Nothing oh, no. yeah, close yeah, yeah. to I'm that. It's just, it, 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 in in my opinion, it's just it doesn't cater to what I like. That's I mean, and that's like every player. Every player has their, their little niche, and that's just it doesn't pull me. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody's got their niche. Everybody has like their specific go-to game. Like yep. Like my friend's go-to game would be Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, while mine is either Minecraft or Rainbow Six Siege. Yours yeah, more like a strategic type of game. I've always been a strategic type of guy, yeah. Like yeah. anytime me and my friends play any sort of board game, it's always a strategic board game. Like Magic the Gathering, for instance. I'm very happy in the Magic the Gathering. Oh, you too? Ooh. Okay, yeah. now we got something in common. Yes, sir. Uh -oh. I still have my <laughs> I still have my cards from when I was thirteen. Oh damn, okay. You got the old school cards. Oh yes. I still have the old school uh, Please don't tell me you have a black lotus. I do not, but I have Thank lotus God. petals, and uh, okay. I have. Okay. I, I, if you if I you had, had a black lotus, like I'd have to like bow down to you at that point. I had <laughs> friends that had them. I mean, the closest I've gotten to that was probably like an Armageddon, the Shiva, Wrath of God kind of stuff. Those are pretty close. I know. <laughs> pretty, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's just. I I've, I've been out of that. Although I have the cards in my corner over there, but I've been out of that for a couple of years. I mean. Get all. Yeah. Did that game the guys the game you guys uh, the game you guys Magic. mentioning? Do they have like online versions? Yeah. Or is that like a Dota? Like what's the um? A no, it's a it, you have the actual card game online. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Yes. There's there's Magic the Gathering Arena or Magic the Gathering Online where like there's a phone version, there's a computer version. I actually have it on my computer. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. At least yeah. I did have it. Yeah. Um, it's a, yeah, it's 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 almost the same thing as real life. You buy the cards, you buy the packs. Yeah. I don't know. I just prefer having the actual copy of the card. It's I just it's just more satisfying. The, back in the day, I think there was some kind of an option that when you bought a card online, that you would be. I don't know if it's true or not, but I think you were, you would be able to get it the physical card that you bought. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, I heard something. I'm not, I'm not too sure about that because I know my friend. Um, is like really deep into Magic the Gathering Arena and his cards that he buys online, they're not like he doesn't get, he doesn't have any of them in person. That's why I destroy him in person because I handpick my cards and he just buys packs and just does it that way. 
Uh, he's more he's he's more of a of a, of a, of a draft instead of uh, yeah I, I, I used to be yeah I used to be a draft type of guy but I kind of realized it's a lot cheaper to buy the individual cards. Depends on the cards. Well, it depends on the cards. Yeah, and you also have to have extreme luck because if it's like let's just say for instance back in the day with a black lotus. Like, mm, they were more common as you think. It's just a lot really? of people overplayed them and they got destroyed. That's the you. It's very hard for you to find oh, yeah, one in like pristine. It's a really overpowered card. That's why it's even the even the lotus petals, which are worth so worth so much, and I have my not all mine are all gameplayed. That's the only problem. Okay. But, I mean, okay. Now we're diving into we're we're, we're going down that rabbit hole. So we so, so I'll, I'll bring you guys back. We okay. talked about Minecraft. Like, what game are you currently? Like, is your go-to game that you're really, um, you know, playing to get better at, rank up, or uh, what have you? Uh, right now, that game would be Valorant or Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, mainly just because I kind of like this for Valorant. I kind of really like the, not the cartoonish feel, but I guess the cartoonish feel because it almost just reminds me of Overwatch. Okay. Mm-hmm. I also like the gun mechanics like Counter-Strike. Yeah, like it's like a good blend of both, and it's like a really competitive game, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, as Bruno knows, me and Bruno have been in a lobby together. Um, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, me, Bruno. Um, it was me, you, Fernando, Tyre- Brian, Fernando, Tyree. and yeah, we had Mel yeah, on there. Us five. Yeah, I think we had a five man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really competitive game, and you can either really be really good because of the previous games you've played, right? Or you can be really good because of the games you didn't play, for instance. Like, my friend who, whose Valorant is his first person, like, first first person shooter game, he's yeah. insanely good. When I've played Counter-Strike, I've played Rainbow Six Siege, right. I've played, even Rust is, I guess, is considered a first person shooter. Where it's all different mechanics, but you kind of just learn as you go. Yeah, your hands and your mind is already trained to the other games. It's not like you go, it's not like a, a fresh slate. Yeah, you go exactly. into the game used to something else, and you try to adapt your your skills to that. And meanwhile, if it's somebody who's never played it before, they ha- they don't have the basic skills, so it's easier for you to build them up. You don't have yeah, to exactly. adapt. Who's your favorite character in uh, Valorant to you? Like, are you trying to specialize in one character, or are you doing a more diverse approach where you're just trying to play, you know, each and you know each and every single one? I have. Two mains. Um, both of them are mainly entry fraggers. I play Phoenix, and I play Arena, which they have very two very diverse abilities, like kind of uh, ability sets. Um, they're both oh, well. I can't say very diverse. Phoenix and Arena both have their self healing ability. Right. They kind of do blind the enemy, and their ultimates are kind of overpowered in the, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I guess they kind of they're are. Different. They're, 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 they're different. They're different, but they're similar. You know? Right. Well, yeah, those are my two mains. I've delved into Solva a little bit, um, but I'm not really good with his like his um, recon yeah. arrow. Yeah, you have to know those those rebound points. That, that's yeah. one of the hardest guys just because of that. If you can't get that point, it's going to go completely opposite, and it's going to be useless. Exactly. I still have yet to play Valorant. Now you play on a generally of the PC, PlayStation, Xbox. What's your, I, I primarily I primarily play on PC. Um, okay. I have a PS4, I have an Xbox One, I have a Nintendo Switch, I have all those. I just really like mouse keyboard. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to hear that it's, it's becoming a consistent theme right go, right here going on with uh, you know PC. And, I mean, uh, to me, I think that I think you know PC is the future of gaming because. Right. You can have, you can do so many different multitude of things on the PC. Um, for instance, streaming is a lot easier on PC than it is on, yep. you know, because you need to get that extra. I think it's called the Elgato, I think, for the Xbox or PS4, if you wanted to stream on that. No, you can stream. On, I, I stream on, I used to stream on PS4, but you you stream directly on the PS4. And it's not like you have oh, using you? OBS. Okay. You just put it stream directly to wherever you want, and it and it does the feed through through the PlayStation, it's just that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't... it's the same thing for the uh, the Xbox. Xbox. I know. Yeah, you just can't use the, yeah. the, the application. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, OBS and stuff like that. That's the only thing. I got you. Can. Yeah, but I, I still think, you know, 
PC is the future because, I mean, granted, it's much more expensive than buying a console that has everything you need mm-hmm. much for those games. It is much more expensive, but I think it is definitely worth the money if you want to have, like, the best performance. Right. That's for sure. I mean, you, you, you have a console, but you can't adapt the console to the new games. Yeah, exactly. Plus, with the console, like, I know Call of Duty right now is a 200 gigabyte, you know, game uh-huh. on a console that's already half of your, like, half of your space for one game. On a PC, you have, the, yeah. you have a lot more range of what you can do. Like, just now, I like, earlier today, I think I freed up, like, 50 gigs of space from just getting rid of, like, my recycling bin. And I could already tell my performance, like, my FPS and everything was just so much higher. Yeah, it makes a difference. Makes a big difference. So, what type of um, PC do you, I guess, do you operate? Like, what are the specs um, that you use? I guess from your webcam to your mouse to your. Well, I have I have a laptop, so I have the HP oh, so Omen okay. laptop. Um, I don't I know. Yeah, I have the HP Omen. Um, I don't really know the exact specs for the computer. Um, okay. But yeah, I have a built-in, you know, webcam. I have a. Uh, I don't even know the mouse that I'm using. My friend actually gifted me this mouse uh, for my birthday last year. Hmm. Um, well, yeah. Let me um, guess. It's got a green. It's got a green symbol in the middle. No, it's not Razer. I I, I know the Razer. It's not Razer. It's got a. I think it's Titan or something like that. Titan. So, something like that. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. That's oh. the thing, Dennis. You can buy a laptop and you have. Close to the same performance as my PC. Only difference is you can't it, it, you can't upgrade it. Yeah, uh, there's very few laptops where you can upgrade, and I think Razer is known for you being able to upgrade their parts for certain They're expensive laptops. to upgrade though. Oh yeah, because you need a specific part that only Razer sells. And not just that, if you don't know how to touch it, you got to pay somebody a ton of money because the, not everybody knows how to work on a laptop. Well yeah, th- thankfully I have a friend who's very good with computers. There you go. Um, so he can, he knows his way in and out of a computer. Yeah, I'm good with with table with with regular PCs, laptops. Not my not my bread and butter. I don't. I, I I'm afraid to even open them up. Yeah, I was afraid to open mine up when I had a hardware issue. So I, I kind of fixed my issue though. Well, had a friend also help me with the issue. Nice. But then it's not so. It's not so much of an investment if you think like you can get an entry. Like I got an entry lap uh, entry computer. And two monitors. That's what I use to stream and play, and it's it's pretty darn good. Yeah, not, you know, you don't need like an insane like two thousand dollar computer to stream on PC. Like I have a eight hundred dollar laptop, and I'm streaming, processing all in one thing. Yeah, my PC with the two monitors is probably less than a grand. Yeah, and I mean, if good. you want like again the most optimal settings, like you get the higher three, end stuff, but yeah, two three grand for entry level, like. A grand max is all you need. Yeah. Nice. Got to make sure you have the two monitors so you can split your screen. Yeah. Dual think- monitor setup. That's the one thing I wish you know, I had a desktop for because trying to like keep track keep track of chat, I have to like you- look at my phone for that. Your laptop doesn't have an HDMI connection. It does. It does. You can connect. You can connect a, a, a monitor to it. That is true. I haven't even actually thought of that. I, Not I for nothing. I see a lot of these streamers. I'll give you an example. Ninja. He, if you look, when he's streaming, he has a laptop in the middle of his connect. I think oh, that's yeah, what yeah, he yeah. uses. Yeah. All these guys do. They have. Yeah. I want to say they have the laptop for like the main processing part and they have the computer for actual running of the game. Yeah. I think that's what is sometimes normally people use two, two PCs, one for streaming and one for the game. You can also do that with the laptop. The laptop takes up the streaming part. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I might actually look into that. It's oh, worth it. I, I'm, I'm sure it is worth it because if it makes my life easier for streaming instead of looking at my tiny phone for I chat mean, purposes. A screen, probably 150 bucks, a decent screen? No, yeah, like a decent 144 hertz screen. Yeah, that's, probably that's 150 maybe. Yeah, that's what I got. It's not that bad. It's just yeah. if you have to buy everything, that's well. That's when it gets expensive. When you have to buy the tower, when you have to buy the graphics card, the SSD, right. the all those parts. That's when it becomes really expensive. Yeah. So the laptop is like kind of like a cheat code for you know for that type of stuff. 
It is, but then again, you can't upgrade. So once you buy the laptop, that eight, that a thousand dollars that you spend is kind of stuck where it is. Yep. That makes sense. It makes sense. So, are there any particular gamers that you kind of watch right now um, on a regular basis to kind of improve your game, or like, do you do you play to be like the best gamer or the have the best rank, or do you play kind of just like casual because you just really enjoy you know playing video games? Like, what's your your angle or approach to the whole esports world? little bit of both um like i have a specific like group of friends that we like pretty much go try hard in games like we mm -hmm. try to be our best that we could possibly be in that specific game and then i have a group of friends that we just mess around and just like goof off while we play and some of us stream some of us record and stuff like that but yeah we i mean the, i guess the main people that i watch to get better um back in csgo i used to watch uh, what was his name? What year are we talking about? Uh, I think it was Kenny S, the uh, the French opera. I used to really watch his hand movement. I used to watch all that type of stuff because I was an opera. I was. I, I think was he's a commentator now, right? I don't know. I haven't kept up with uh, CS:GO. Um, I think he's one of the commentators. I think he might be now. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know he definitely. Um. He kind of hit his glory day, and then he's. Didn't get worse, but more or less recognized as, you know, a great opera. Then there was Guardian, who kind of came out of nowhere and just kind of became the new Kenny S. Mm. I don't know who the new Kenny S is now. Might still be Guardian. I don't know, but. None of those names are familiar in, to me in the in the, yeah, in yeah, the was, CSGO I'm, world. I'm talking about, like, years ago, like maybe 2015, 2016. Oh, then they're probably retired by now. Yeah, probably. That's why I said they're probably. I think I actually think Guardian's also another commentator. The big oppers now. Mm, I mean, it, it, it goes. It's the 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 CS:GO world is very crazy right now. It's not like you can say one player's good at one thing, one player's good at another. It's, yeah. You got you got you got very good guys. I mean, there's a lot of change going on right now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, there's always change within gaming. Like, nowadays, a lot of people, especially on YouTube or mm -hmm. Twitch, a lot of people watch, for instance, Grizzy or Ashdog because they're funny, but they're also pretty good at the games that they play. Yeah. Well, a lot of these pro players now also stream, too, but they don't stream CSGO. That's the funny thing. Yeah. yeah. They like stream? Shroud? Oh, Shroud. Don't, don't even get me started on Shroud. He's... Oh, Shroud's, Shroud's COD now. That's all this thing is called. Is well, yeah, he's COD, but he's also... Val like, the past few times that I've tuned into this stream, he's been on Valorant. Like, he's also insane at well, Valorant. If you want to dive a little bit into Shroud, if you know the whole thing about Dr. Disrespect, this whole thing was they used to play together, and now no Twitch streamers can play with Dr. Disrespect. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he did, make his, he did make his comeback on YouTube, though. So, uh -huh. YouTube, right? uh, at least he's back. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. He used to play COD with Doc. And now, because he can't play with Doc... Oh, yeah, because he can't be affiliated with Dr. Disrespect on stream. Yeah, so I think the whole thing is if you, he, he doesn't play COD just because of that. So he's more towards Valorant. Because that was his, his bread and butter was when the Doc was on. That's, yeah. That, that, that's, that's a whole different, whole different situation. Yeah, it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game at that point. Oh, I forgot it. So I do have, a, I guess, a random question as, we, as we're talking about um, Dr. Disrespect and the other guy playing together. Uh, Nick, have you played in any, like, random games with some of the, like, a well-known gamer? Just, like, in some of the um, shot against them or anything like that? Has that ever happened? Has that experience ever happened to you or no? Uh, no, actually. Surprisingly not. Um, I was mainly really looking forward to, like, randomly meeting someone uh, yeah. when I played CSGO. But now it's like, I don't, th I don't, at least if I met someone, I don't recall, like, meeting. right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I met someone, it was a while ago. Yeah. I always think that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, because I mean, essentially they're, we're all playing, right? So everybody is, is on the same page. And just, if you happen to end up in their, in their, I guess lobby, their yeah. room or, or, um, you know, at that time, I think it's pretty cool. You know, when that type of stuff happens or end up on a, their stream, you might be the final, final shot, but you go, hey, that was me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I've always wanted to be, like, kind of have, like, a final kill cam of sorts, of be, like, the top frag in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah Doing yeah. better than the streamer or the, like, pro league player. 
you know. Yeah, that, that that's the only problem is, is nowadays with the new games. It's it the the when you get put into the lobbies, it's all skill skill. It's all um, goes depending on your skill level. Not yeah. CS:GO though. CS:GO, you go into a lobby, you're in the lobby. That's that's why most of the time we'll, we would probably never end up in these pro players because they're at a totally they're much player. higher skill level than we are. Yeah. I mean, you see when they play their lobbies, it's just insane. Well, yeah, just just them alone in the lobbies are insane. They're dropping 30, 40 kills per game for the most exactly. part. Exactly. Well, this is in Valorant or this is in COD? No, even, even COD. COD. Valorant, Warzone? You're talking about no less than 15 kills a game per person. Wow. No, oh, it's insane. I don't know how you manage to rack up so many, so many skills. Like, how do you even do that? They know the areas where everybody, where yeah, exactly. most they of the players the drop. They know all like, they know all the pretty much tips and tricks because they have that many hours in the game where they just know everything, or they've seen in other places. Like, for instance, uh, in Rainbow Six, if anybody, you know, watches like a YouTube video, they kind of know uh, like specific spots where people hide. So they either grenade it or they pre-fire it, and then that's how they get an easy kill that way. So like it's, pro players pretty much just do that on a normal basis. Right. That's right. why it's right. skill level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any games you're looking forward to coming out soon? Uh, I was looking at Among Us. I know I don't think that's brand new, but I was looking at Among Us because my brother was actually streaming Among Us the other day. It looked kind of fun. Among Us. Um, isn't that isn't that almost like uh, The Last of Us? No, that's actually um, Among Us is more of like I don't want to say Trouble in Terrorist Town from Gmod. I know what you want to talk about, but yes, it's yes, kind yes, of yes, like yes. that. Yeah, I know which one. I know what you're talking about. Type. It's a little bit different, right? Yeah. Um. I'm, I was actually looking in the Fall Guys more recently because that's like one of the newest, hottest games right now. Mm-hmm. Um. I haven't really seen too much about it. I know you're kind of like a little character running around trying to complete an obstacle course. That's yep. about as far as that's about as much as I know. So what is the uh, the Among Us or something like? That's so um, we, we're Among Us. So yeah, what type of is that like a role play? Is it action, fighting, strategy? Uh, I guess it's more of like a role play of sorts. Like um, you have the imposters, which are pretty much like the terrorists that we're talking about, like Gmod, um, uh-huh. where pretty much their their whole mission, their task is to kill everybody else in the game or okay. survive long enough to the point where they can't be voted out. So pretty much whenever like a dead body is discovered by like survivors, they report it and then everybody in the game decides who they want to vote out and they're pretty much like in a spaceship so they get shipped off in the space. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of cool. It's like a cartoonish game. It, it's, it seems fun. It seems yeah, really- I mean, just well, when you were describing it, I was like, I didn't know it was going to go like that. So it actually sounds pretty, you know, pretty cool. I mean, for the most part, the type of games I played is all first-person shooter, but I know that the world of, um, you know, gaming and esports, it's, it's very vast in regards to what type of games people play and the game you can play or even find entertaining if you're not playing just to watch. So Yeah, for sure. Mm. Any other games? Maybe any games that have been leaked? Uh, I don't. I haven't really been checking Twitter or anything like that. I haven't seen maybe any something games. that I posted today. Maybe. Oh, Call of Duty. The uh, <laughs> the yeah, I, just, I just remembered that. I'm like, wait a second. What's he trying to point to? Yeah, right. um, I took a I took a peek at the trailer. It looks pretty good. Spoiler alert! Yes. Spoiler alert. Let's let's do a spoiler alert. Drop it on me because I didn't. I didn't oh, watch. basically today they dropped a little spoiler trailer, kind of like a message of uh, when they're going to reveal the new Call of Duty, which we already know a name, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Oh, I'm looking terribly forward to it, going back into the days. And it's, from what I've seen, it seems it's a little bit like, uh, it looks like it's going to be in Verdansk again, where, where the actual Call of Duty Modern Warfare right now is, uh-huh. but during the Cold War. So we're talking about AK-47s, old school guns, no jumping on walls, no proton packs, no boost packs, no bullshit. It looks like that's what I like. Old school. Go that's back old, to old school. Back in time. I remember them, uh, them old, I forgot, what was it, World War II, I think? Well, the World at War. 
World at War, yeah. That, that's when you have the flamethrowers, right? Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Everything old school. Yeah. The only thing is, this is post-World War II, so you might... Yeah, you might have a couple... But it's old school, and I like that. I mean, it, 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 the, the playing field is, is more level. There's no... There's no crazy abilities, I think. So right, right, right. I'm really looking forward to seeing that on August 26th is when the full reveal is going to happen. And uh, August 26th. Oh, okay. So, oh, so this That'll month. be ne- yep, next week. Wow. I, uh, I didn't know that. Oh, so, uh, so Nick, let me ask you this. What do you think of uh, Battlefield? Because I know you like Todd. Were you ever a Battlefield fan, or you never got into that? Nick? Nick? Did we lose you? Uh, he's, showing, he's showing he's still here. Nick? Well, this is an intermission, y'all, until Nick chimes in. So, Nick, you can jump in at any time. So, Bruno. Question just goes to you then. Were you ever a battle Battlefield? Player? Yes. Yeah. I played back in the day, out, and then I got away from it, and now uh, I got back. I got back into it before I came to. Hello. Ah, there you are. What All right, sorry. I have no idea what happened. My mic just kind of like cut out in the settings, so I had to fix it. That's that's my bad. Oh, you're good, you're good, you're good. Worry. Listen, man, like I said, we just going. We just keep going. It's a conversation, so. Um, but did you hear what I had asked or no? Uh, yeah, about Battlefield, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Battlefield. Did you play? Like, what do you think between uh, Battlefield and COD and stuff like that, though? I was more of the COD player. Um, I know there's definitely a few friends of mine that played Battlefield and preferred Battlefield. I never really delved into Battlefield. Right. Um, but... By far, I think my favorite COD game of all time was probably Black Ops 1. I, for some reason, just I just loved that game. The campaign was great. The story, you know, Zombies was, of course, always great. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer was pretty balanced for the most part. I think, over, I think overall, I think Black Ops 1 was, like, my high time for Call of Duty. That was from the time when they weren't trying to mess with things that they shouldn't have never touched in terms yeah, of yeah, the gameplay. Yeah. Next follow question, like, where do you think they royally screwed up? When Advanced Warfare, 100%. Yep. Advanced Warfare, that's where they messed everything up. Bingo! That, that's where Call of Duty really... Uh, like, I had Advanced Warfare, I played the campaign, I'm like, what is this game? Don't worry, <laughs> you're not the only one. They lost a lot of followers to Battlefield. Yeah. came out with a good Battlefield at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was definitely it was definitely Advanced Warfare. Then Black Ops Three came out, kind of made it a little bit better, but it still had like that Advanced Warfare feel. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of when like I stopped playing COD and stopped really following COD was like pretty much after Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, then came in Infinite Infinite Warfare, which was War- that whole yeah walking on walls and bullshit. Yeah, I, I that that's when they took it too futuristic too quick. People are not ready for a game like that. Yeah. People don't want. I, I actually feel oh, like people I, I don't like, want. I like the simplicity. You know, I like having team versus team, search and destroy. I like having very basic guns, like modern guns. You know, I don't like, you know, having futuristic guns that can shoot, that have like 90 round magazines that shoot off in two seconds. <laughs> like, I mean, how does I, make any sense? No, I mean, I don't, mind, I don't mind the guns. I mind just the abilities and the whole other Well, and the abilities too, you know, being able to walk on walls, the exosuits, you know, kind of being triple jump in the air. Yeah, no, that, that, that just adds a whole you – have, you have three dimensions already now. That adds a whole new dimension that just has no purpose in being it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, listen, I, I agree. And that, that's kind of when I had lost my love for uh, Call of Duty and – you know, picked up uh, Battlefield. And then, you know, I really, I still definitely like Battlefield, but I haven't played it. I guess when they went back in time, they decided to go back in time with their their new one, and I just couldn't um, get used to it anymore, so. Yeah, oh, it's different. World War One, I think, right? 
They, was it World War One? I? I think it was. I think so. I'm not so sure. No, no, World War Two. It oh, went back to World, World War Two. Yeah, the the Black Ops went back to World War Two. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Black Ops always tends to be for some reason a little better than than the other one, just because it, they they always go back in time and. Right. I think yeah. the only time that they derived from that formula was when they came out with Ghost. Which was yeah, good. Ghost I didn't really really look at too much. Um, I, I kind of skipped Ghost. Okay. And got into Advanced Warfare. Yeah, Ghost was still I think, good. I remember I remember when Advanced came out that everybody went back to Ghost. Yeah, because between the two, Ghost was far better. You know? Oh, hell yes. But That's for sure. I, I definitely... Still think either Black Ops One or Black Ops Two. Those, the one of those two is by far my favorite of all time. Yep. For sure, for sure. I mean, no crazy stuff. Just keep the you. you it's like, it's like they say, don't fix something that's not broken. And that's right. what they tried to do. Exactly. One hundred percent. They tried to fix something what, that they didn't need to fix at all because it was it was perfect. What they had, <laughs> what they had was perfect, and they just ruined it by you know pushing pushing too many buttons. Literally pushing too many buttons. <laughs> yeah. Like, you kind of had to have like like a spider, um, pretty much like a spider grip on the controller if you're playing on the controller. We had to have like one one finger on each you know thing on the controller. Yeah, they went a little too far. The, I think I, they they kicked themselves in the butt really quick with that. That's for sure. Yeah, I think that's that's probably why they took like a major hit, and that's why they had to go back to. The glory days, you know, like they went back to World War Two, they went back yeah, to that's... regular modern warfare because that's that, that that was the glory days of mm -hmm. Call of Duty. Yeah, that's why they did the remake of of Modern Warfare Two. They thought they yeah. were gonna get people back, but uh, it, I don't think that it came out as good as they wanted either. I, I don't think so, but it definitely got people back into the game. Oh no, yeah, not not as many as probably they wanted to, but yeah, that's for sure. And maybe to bring more back with this, uh, with the new release that they're, you know, they're referring to, which you see is coming out on the twenty-sixth. So. Yeah, I'm anxious to see what it is, and then I'm, then I'm, I'm skeptic. So what happens? I'll, you, you learn to be. Listen, I'm, I'm a Mets fan and a Jets fan. It's the same exact thing. When the new season comes, you're always like, it's gonna be our season. But let me wait and see. And then you get, when it happens, it's always the same thing. Same thing with Call of Duty. You want them to do the right thing. You're hoping. You're always waiting for the the release to see what's really going to happen because you know more out of any time that they just screw everything over and they ruin it. So, see what happens. I mean. Yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds about right for most things. Like even for Apex Legends, like season one was fantastic. They got the season two, it was still okay. Season three came out, it was like eh. Season four came out, it kind of just like started killing the game. Talk about my Apex. I like my Apex. I mean, I I I, I kind of dealt in the Apex a little bit, not yeah. too much. Like when it first came out, I played it a little bit. I'm not one for you know um, any battle royales. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. But I, I tried out Apex. I liked season one, and then I kind of kept following it for season two, season three. Kind of realized that they were making kind of the same mistake Fortnite made, hmm. where they kind of added way too much. Oh, okay. You know, like how Fortnite came out with um, the shopping cart where you can literally, well, back in old Fortnite, not Chapter 2, whatever Fortnite is now. Um, <laughs> Who the hell where, you can, where they literally added Tilted Towers. That kind of ruined the game, in my opinion. Okay. And then they got rid of, they were teasing on getting rid of Tilted Towers for, like, seasons to come, then never got rid of it until more recently. You know? Yeah. The Fortnite world got... got flooded so half of the stuff is gone yeah now do you think anything like that can happen with uh valorant because i mean i know you play that one currently is there anything that you can see can go wrong where like you know it's good oh it's already going wrong the fact that they added reyna is the reason why like a lot of people quit the game because her abilities are stupidly overpowered yeah, even her basic abilities are just so what are, like what are her abilities what is she you know for us non uh, Valorant people, what does she do? So, she has 
She has this one ability that pretty much blinds people in a certain area. She pretty much like summons this little eyeball thing that she throws through walls, or she can throw like up in the air, down on the ground, pretty much anywhere in a certain area, and it blinds everybody. But yeah, your teammates and you can see through it, and you can kill all your enemies that way. Oh. Whenever she gets a kill, they kind of drop like their soul, pretty much. Okay. So you can hit Q or E. Q is the heal, so you can self-heal and overheal to 150, even if it's pistol round. So pretty much you have full health, and then you have full shield with one kill. Probably, you think they're going to do a nerf for her sometime soon? Or? Well, they have, and the nerfs haven't done anything. Wow. They, they've nerfed her three times, and it did nothing. Like, I still play the same way, and it, I do the same things, and I get the same amount of kills. <laughs> it, like right. you can you can know for all you want her build her base abilities are overpowered no, um right. whenever you whenever you press e instead of q because they kind of go they kind of coincide with one another mm -hmm. you kind of go into this spectral form where you can't get shot you can't get hit with anything bullets go right through you wow. so you can pretty much be like recon essentially yeah and then whenever you get her ultimate um you pretty much have increased fire rate, decreased, um, I mean, increased accuracy, less recoil. So you're pretty much just sitting there with the Vandal, not needing to move your mouse at all because it is shooting lasers. Right. Man, that, way that, that, overpowered. Kind of, that does sound like ridiculous for them to, you know, create such a powerful character. I mean, it's bad enough you got to deal with cheaters in the game, but then you yeah. have a character who's just straight. Like, no, I'm playing legit, but she just does all these other cool things on top of it, so. I mean, as long as the person who's playing Reyna can get kills, then she's overpowered. Yep. You know, if, like, if you're brand new to the game, you get Reyna, and this is your first, like, first first-person shooter, mm -hmm. and you can't really get kills, then Reyna might not be the best option for you. Okay. But definitely, if you know you can get a kill, you kind of just start snowballing that way. Got it, got it, got it. Like, my first ever ace in the game was with Reyna because I kept, I got one kill, and then I snowballed into two, three, four, five kills. Uh, that, that's basically when I when I stopped playing was when they came out with her. Really? And they came out with her this, this year, right? This season? Or? Yeah, they came out with her. First update. Yeah, for, first update since the game became, since the game fully released. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was too much. Just too much. I, and I got her... I played against her the first game after the update. Got destroyed. I was like, you can't even counter it. Wow. I mean, I even, even now, there's kind of very few counters. Yeah. Like, with the newest agent that dropped, Killjoy. Mm -hmm. She's not as overpowered, but if she's, for instance, on Haven, there's A site, B site, C site. If you leave Killjoy alone on C, she can do a lot of damage. Oh, no, there's one sure. thing that pretty much makes you... Uh, vulnerable to any bullet damage or any damage in general. She has this little turret thing that you can place down that shoots for her. That freaking gun. Oh, so yeah. it's like an automatic, like, guided, almost like the torrent in uh, Call of Duty. Where... Same exact thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same exact thing. You can place it in one position and you go somewhere else. Yeah, you just... place it somewhere, then, you know, you kind of just spray and pray and you get kills. Yeah, no. I, listen, I used to love that thing in Call of Duty. They use it all the time. So, not good I, for Valorant because Valorant's not the type of game for something like that. So. Yeah. Mm. And then her ultimate pretty much projects this force field um, where anybody inside of it takes damage or instantly dies. I forget which one it is, but it kind of has like a countdown of like 15 seconds before it goes off. I think it's instant death. I think it is instant death, which is still kind of overpowered, especially if you get stuck in a corner. Can't really do anything about it so it's either you die to the force field or you die to the enemy team it's like which one are you gonna do yeah it's like it's like i was saying when they when valorant first came out and you can go back and see other podcasts at the time i said i hope riot doesn't try to do what they did with league league of legends too many characters too much bullshit in this one it's not that it's too many characters. It's just that now the new characters that they're putting in are just too overpowered. They're yeah. starting to screw with the they're, game. They're kind of replacing the old characters very quickly. Yeah, they're, they're screwing with the game. And, and I, I was hoping that it would never happen, but you know what? You got to look at their, 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 their track record. 
Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, that's what most games do nowadays. Like, they see the game is doing really well, then they kind of want to bring out more characters with diverse abilities, but they kind of have the same abilities as the original, but just a slightly more overpowered, and then a lot of people leave the game, and so on and so forth, and the game dies, for instance. Right. No, I don't think... Listening? Stop messing with the game. <laughs> hey, listen, trust me, people People are listening, believe it or not. So, you know, yeah. I think it's... I, I know I definitely take a listen to the podcasts whenever they come out, so... Yeah, I think it's very interesting that you say that because for a game manufacturer, how do you combat that when you have, like, you know, most people's attention span or not even attention span, but the, the fast pace of gaming or esports right everything is quick it's fast so now it's like if they do a game they have to structure a game where bringing on the new players doesn't eat away at the core players but the core players um maybe i think maybe what they could do is have a core set of players right let's say 12 or whatever that sweet number is and then all of them the more you play the bigger their abilities the better their abilities and you just keep building those guys. So whatever new um, feature you would have gave to, let's say, you know, the new character, you just make it to where that one character, those multiple characters can level up to those other features. And maybe that way it keeps you engaged, but it doesn't, you know, burn out the, the new character. But, yeah, so almost like, a, almost like a dungeon crawler game where it's like the higher level you are, the more abilities you have, the better gear you have, all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's right, like Diablo. Right. Don't, screw, yeah, exactly. don't screw with the characters, man. Don't add characters. Add maps. Add modes if you want to. Right. Add, add, add in like, you know, every update, add a new ability that you can pick between one or the other for the character. Yeah. yeah. With new right. characters. And you can maybe swap thing. out the old, the old ability for the new ability. So, you know, maybe the same guy can have a turret. Um, and it just won't be specifically to that new character, but now it's a new ability, so. Yeah. Or, or add new guns. I mean, yeah, Yeah, Valorant has very, like, their gun selection is very minimal. Like, mm -hmm. they have two SMGs, two shotguns. I think they have LMG. four rifles or five four rifles. LMGs, two LMGs. Two LMGs. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like you see Call of Duty. The meta changes almost every time there's an update. Right. Yeah, something, something new comes out and changes nerf, the meta entirely. Right. Valorant, the meta's always the same. There's no change in the meta because the guns no, don't get changed. The only thing they do is one gun can get nerfed or, or boosted. That's it. But the meta stays the goddamn same. Yeah. Yeah, the meta always stays. In Valorant, the meta always stays having Sage on the team because Sage is the only one that can heal other people and revive them, as well as having any self-healer on the team. If you and have yeah, two healers and a main healer, you kind of can't lose. Yeah. There's always an omen. There's always a, 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 a Saba. That's it. Yeah. It's always, always an like omen, always arena, always a jet at this point. Yep. Jet, jet, you know, flying down with the judge, like, kind of unbeatable. That, that's the whole thing. They should change the meta in terms of guns. Add a gun. Take a gun away. Add a gun that either breaks the game or kind of makes it a little bit more interesting to where... Like, I, I like how they're diverse with the uh, Phantom and the Vandal. It almost reminds me of, like, the M4A1S and the M4A1 mm -hmm. in, in Counter-Strike. Where it's like, they do similar damage, but they're also slightly different when it comes to recoil patterns, as well as... Even the shooting. Even the shooting single, in general, yeah. Single, sh single shot to... Uh, not exactly single shot, but it's just the range. The range of the guns is a little different. Yeah. One has a drop-off at range, the other one doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but it's like I said. Look at the track record. All Riot likes to do is mess with characters. Right. All they do, characters. For some reason, they they gotta have probably a hundred cartoonists making up characters, and they gotta give them keep them employed. That's what it seems like. I mean, dude, don't mess with the characters. Leave them alone. That or they have too many like game developers or just I don't know. people. Kind of like giving ideas on you know characters and games and stuff like that that they're that they're not necessarily don't want to get rid of just kind of just keep them on just to keep them on right. and unfortunately that kind of ruins a lot of their games. It's you gonna know. ruin it big time. It's gonna screw with. They it's gotta it. learn how to scale down. Now this is something we haven't talked about on 
uh, pod, our podcast just yet. Um, mm. How do you, Nick? How do you feel about some of the sports games? FIFA, sports NBA, two K, football. How do you think those kind of fit into the whole esports realm? You know, do you, do you think they have growth? Will they kind of fall out with the battle royales as they continue to grow in multiplayer? Because some of these other sports games, it's they're not really set up for that. It's like you know, me versus you and you versus the other person. Yeah. How do you feel about sports games? I have no issue with sports games. They're not really my go-to, but um, I don't have any problems with them. When it comes to esports, I feel like they kind of almost not don't have a place. Mm-hmm. Just I don't really see them making it in esports because right. if there's any sports game that's going to make it, it's Rocket League because that's more team competitive versus team competitive. Mm-hmm. But um, when it comes to like streaming, I'm sure you know they do just fine. You know Madden players, NBA like 2K character uh, people, streamers. Right. I'm sure they do just fine. Um, when it comes to one v ones or anything like that, but when it comes to esports, and most people, I'm just saying general. I'm just generalizing here. Most people yeah, think of true. like first person shooters. You know, right. yep. they think of Counter Strike. They think of Fortnite even nowadays. Um, even Warzone tournaments, they, they all kind of think of first-person shooters, mm-hmm. you know, player versus player or team versus team, not individual versus individual, you know? Right, right. No, like I said, again, that's kind of just why I thought I would ask you because, you know, I mean, there's so much when it comes to esports, there's so many different opinions. And, you know, sometimes people don't talk about, hey, listen, that's, that's a real thing because you make some real val, val, I must say valorant. Points, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they make some real valid points, and just to you know the comparison of like this is why esports, um, when it comes to first-person shooters, may be a bit more successful, even though those games are traditional, like sports games. And when you say esports, you think sports, but the sports yeah. games aren't necessarily what is driving the esports. Yeah. For the reasons you just mentioned, so uh, the viewership is also different. I mean, you gotta see this different type of people. Yeah, the viewer, the viewership is primarily in Fortnite, Minecraft, and League of Legends at the moment. I think League of Legends is still number one, and I think we'll always stay number one on Twitch. Yeah, it's different. That's why it's just it, it's just a different game. But it's a different game, and it has like a much higher fan base than I think any other game that I've seen for a long time. Right. Um, well, Dota might might might. But it's almost the same game. It, it's the same game, just a different name, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I've played both. I still play Dota sometimes. I still play League sometimes. A lot of people hate on one or the other. Like, if yeah. somebody plays Dota 2, they hate on League. If somebody plays League, they hate on Dota 2. To me, it's the same game. I play pretty much in Dota 2, I play Juggernaut. And in League, I play Master Wan T, I think his name is, or... Yeah. Whatever the similar character is that literally looks the same, both uses a samurai sword and has like the same abilities. Just a different name. That's basically yeah, what it is. Name. Yeah, well, basically not made by what it is. Same manufacturer, right? They're not made no. by the same game company, right? Dota. I think the only company that makes Dota just makes Dota. Yeah. Awesome. Riot. I think, I think Valve owns Dota, so I think oh, the same yes. people who. Yeah, I think the people who made Team Fortress Two. Yes. They they made Dota Two and Dota One, I think. But I think Dota 1 was a World of Warcraft mod, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yes. I think the Dota came from, I don't know how, because it's a different, total different it's company. A, it's a total, completely different thing. But, I mean, if, it, if they made it work and it's the game that they, you know, have now, then good for them. But it's, completely, yeah. it's a completely different game. Yeah, Valve was the, one, it's the same, same company that made Half-Life and all that. Yeah. Got it. Another random question I guess I have to ask. So when you're playing online... Um, how do you feel about playing with, I guess, like randoms, so to speak, with some of the, you know, some of these games? Like, is that really a thing that annoys you? Do you prefer to kind of have like a set crew of either, you know, guys that you know personally or um, people that you know when they're online, you kind of like to just play with them? I guess it varies. Like, if I'm trying to play competitively, I don't play any game competitively unless I have like a five stack of people who I trust, who I know are going to do great in the game. Um, if I'm playing casually though, like if I'm playing Valorant casually and I kind of, it's not that I don't try it's like I don't have any issues with randoms as, you know, we all call them. Um, 
I have no issue with randoms. Actually, a few of my online friends I met because there were randoms in games, and we just right, clicked right. and just, you know. So I, I have absolutely no issues with randoms, and actually, I kind of like messing around with randoms sometimes. Like, okay. you, you'll just hear me in the voice chat just trolling everybody sometimes in a casual game. But, um, yeah, as long as, you know, they're not toxic, then I have no problem with them. If they're not, you know, shit-talking the entire time, excuse my language, but if they're, like, you know, trash-talking or anything like that, then I have no problem with them. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, it could be hard depending on what your approach is with esports. And some people I've, I've heard, like, you know, they don't like playing with randoms. And, you know, me, I as I start to play more, I, um, you know, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, before I really got into it, it was, that's all I knew was just to play with like a bunch of random people. And then before I even knew it was a term, it was like, how can you play with randoms? I'm like, oh, that's what that is? Like, yeah. I don't know, but I got good at the game. Yeah, I mean, anybody who plays Call of Duty on like a regular basis, like you're in a, you're on a team with a whole bunch of randoms for the most part, unless you play Search and Destroy when it's like a six on six or five yeah. on five, whatever it is. Yeah, sometimes you want the randoms. Yeah, sometimes you want the. Sometimes, honestly, the randoms are better than you and the re and the rest of your crew, and they just end up carrying the game for you. Like that's just yeah, how it goes yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It, they, or the other team is all garbage, and you just, they just give you free kills. Yeah, exactly. You know, like they could be, you know, top tier, like major league gaming type of people, or they could be your level of gaming, or they can be brand new to the game. And this is their first game playing, so their their skill range is always like very. Mm -hmm. So it kind of keeps things spiced up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So there's a reason for them. They do add some type of flavor to the game. Yeah. If you didn't have randoms, then, like, if I had never played with randoms, then I wouldn't have, you know, some of my actual closest friends, you know, right now online, you know. Right. I, I wouldn't know them. That's cool, man. That's one of the beautiful things, you know, about esports. But, um, I mean, before we wrap it up, Bruno, do you have two, any more questions before we pass the – Mike, uh, over to Nick. I think I'm good. I think I, I got all my questions answered. I mean, I'm pretty satisfied. All right. I mean, I don't, really don't have too many more questions. So, Nick, we kind of like to uh, leave the forum open to you. Um, you know, people are always listening. It goes on wax on record. Is just first let people know how they can contact you, how they can get connect with you, uh, even if they just want to be one of your randoms in the game and just, you know, listen to your, you know, your, your chatter, your banter or if you know there's something you want to do in the industry wise now's a chance to just put it out there okay um you can primarily find me on twitch at uh twitch.tv slash nikochan gaming that's i pretty much stream almost every day monday through friday around 6 30 7 p.m eastern standard time um of course i took today as a break because through this podcast today mm -hmm. um but i'm pretty much just not just going with the flow, but I'm trying to, you know, make new connections, meet new people, as well as kind of grow my channel, as well as help other people's channels grow as we continue to stream, play games together, as well as eventually try to make it in the, like, professional esports, you know, uh, teams or anything like that. That's, like, my main goal. Right. And what team would you want to play for? Or what, what game, what team? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I guess Valorant and whatever team... I don't have a set team. I think it's just more of like any team that will have me. I will gladly, even if I'm a sub, I will gladly be on any team. Right, no? right, right. Okay. But um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my goal. I mean, to grow my you know Twitch channel. Again, start, end up starting a YouTube channel for all Twitch clips and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's like my main my main goals and all that type of stuff, and where you can really find me. Well, we appreciate you coming on to the show. I appreciate so, you guys having me. Um, you know, definitely enjoy, as we say, our banter. We, we, we covered a variety of topics, and that's kind of what we like to be able to do on the show is just really just kick back, chat, um, get different perspective on things. So, you know, it was, it was a great show. You know, definitely enjoyed it. And for anybody listening out there, like you said, if you got a Valorant team or you're getting ready to start a Valorant team, pro or not definitely make sure to reach out to nick connect with him and uh everybody else you know watch this stream you know if you enjoyed this show definitely watch the stream we'll make sure we put all the links um in there for everybody and this is dennis and i'm getting ready to close out the show and bruno no final words 
I'm good, man. Uh, it was just a pleasure to be able to get on again, and uh, hopefully we can get back onto this soon and uh, keep this uh, ball rolling. All right, there you have it. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the Long Island Gaming League podcast. You can definitely find us on all our social media platforms, LI Gaming League on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Just Google us. If you're from Long Island, just type in eSports and Long Island, and we'll pop up. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Like, share, and subscribe to our show. Your support is appreciated. And because of you, we keep this ball going.